Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, a high-tech consumer confidential. Would you let a robot do your lashes? How about a manicure? A glimpse in what could be the future of beauty. Then we're traveling to the past. Cynthia Nixon and Christine Baranski live, filling us in on their new 19th century drama. And reunited and it feels so good. Dylan's back and she bought food, sharing her family's recipes for a Sicilian staple in cooking with cow. Today, Monday, January 24th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. It's a brighter third hour. Thank you. Four months to the day. Is it? Which I didn't even know that. So thank you for pointing that out. Can we just do one thing? Sure. Like just shh. I just want to, I just want quiet. Not here. So how's it feel? I was just saying it feels like I haven't left. Like all of a sudden four months came and went, it's done, and the kids are home and taken care of, and I'm back. Well, and okay, well, we said something earlier. Can, have you wrapped around your head yet that you're a family of five? Five. It's weird. I mean, it's, it's, I could see how you can forget a kid because it's like, you know, we get into the car. Oh, wait, I didn't like see we, that coming. Well, but it's true. Have get, you forgotten one? No, well, we're kind of leaving and it's like, yes, Rusty. Like, okay, check, do we have everybody check. in the car? Every time we get in the car, it's like, is everybody here? Everybody say so check. So you don't have a home alone. Yeah, exactly. I got to tell you. We watched a lot over We're Christmas, looking at these so. pictures. You have, uh, you and Brian have some beautiful things. Oh, They're just absolutely adorable. <laughs> it's Brian calls him on brand, you know, because when the baby came, we're like, who's he going to look like? Because oh. Ollie has his own look and Calvin has his own look. But then he, like, kind of morphed the two of them together to create Aww. this third one. Uh -huh. And it's just, it's so sweet. So the fourth so one special. will look like Bosco. Uh, <laughs> four? Are we thinking? No. No, we are. Okay. It I is. Mean. You know why? I... After I had Ollie, it was kind of like, you know, I, I really like this whole kid thing. I would love to have a third. I grew up with three. Brian grew up with three. Um, and then once now the way I feel, it's like I'm so complete. Yeah. I really don't want that extra one. I'm like, I'm ready to start our family and to start doing things. And it's well, great. So I've got three. Uh, you've got three. You've got three. I'm right. good, man. I am good. <laughs> I, live, I was talking to your wife. I, I like, know, I know I all like, of you. I can't wait yeah. to tell you how awesome no, three is. No. I can't. Uh, <laughs> no, and we have a good theme here. Yeah. Third hour. Yeah. This is the third oh, hour. True. You have three boys. Yes. So we wanted to get your your top three moments. Mm, Narrow three it down. Moments. Three moments from maternity leave. It was it was hard to come up with three. Obviously, yeah. I mean. At the same time, it was easy to come up with three because it's like I didn't do anything. Like every day was the same. You know, yeah. you wake up, the baby may or may not have slept the night before. Um, so I'd say first thing, mm -hmm. the NICU stay for Rusty 
the nurses are mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. Looking back, I can't even believe we were, you know, one of the families that was yeah. visiting every single day, going mm -hmm. home without the baby and coming mm -hmm. back in. Um, the NICU nurses were so sweet. There were tears flowing when we left, um, you know, really because you, they, even though he was only there for a week, you get so attached. They're the same people you see every day. They put him on a schedule. Mm -hmm. So great. Um, and I, I also remember him being in the NICU meant I didn't have him in my hospital room. So, mm -hmm. like, Brian shows up with a bottle of wine. We're watching Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, care vacation. Of it was like it was a vacation before <laughs> maternity leave really well, started. So two. sweet. Number two, um, and this isn't a shameless plug, but it's going to sound like it. The, the fact that Misty the Cloud came oh, out. The ball, oh, sure. But no, yeah. that was a big deal. That was a huge deal that we worked on for you know years and years and years. Yeah. So the fact I never thought it would come out and I'd be promoting it while I was on Dylan, maternity leave. It was like leave. a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Like look which at that. Is, which is just exciting, you yeah. know. And I and I think back. That was I was home for a week and I was doing all these hits, you know, and talking mm -hmm. to everybody I could about Misty the Cloud. And there's my dad reading oh. it to Ollie, and Ollie is the one who's obsessed with this book right now. It's um, that's right. That's his age. I mean, his age. Yeah. And he loves it, and he's memorized it to the point now where he'll like flip through the pages and start just like mouthing the oh, words. Sweet. So that that was a huge highlight, something we worked on forever, and. Um, the third one just happened because we live in New York City. Yeah. We only have a two-bedroom apartment. I've successfully fit three beds into the boys' room. This is impressive. So wow. we've got Calvin in a loft bed, Ollie's underneath still in a crib, and then the other cribs against the window, which I have gotten a lot of comments on Instagram. Why? Because it's drafty, it's a window. Oh. Da, those da, those da. are very well-made windows. Yeah, I'm like, those are not very good windows. The stuff on, on the shelf above him has been up there for two years and hasn't fallen. <laughs> um, but the baby's also not sleeping in there. He's still in our room for now, so it. he yeah. won't even go to the window right. until it's Changing tables to the left of that. You made it work. I can't wait for them. I mean, Calvin actually lays in the room while Ollie naps just because he likes when Ollie wakes up so that he can talk with him. Oh, and hearing the little like boy talk is just, it's so sweet. It's, I love it. So You've got the stories from the boys, and then a lot of viewers have enjoyed watching your transformation. You made this post the other day um, <laughs> talking about your hair. <laughs> so and it's the hair transformation. Look at that is, because oh, this is relatable. Really when you don't have anywhere to go for four months, you're not dying your hair, Yikes. you're not doing anything. It's, it's very ombre, it's very ombre. I like it. It, it was ombre. Yes, um, you are so good looking. Bye bye um, to return, and then you're back to the well, Dylan that back. everyone knows. So I wasn't supposed to leave September 24th or right. whatever. You know, I mean, so I had oh, yeah. months leading up to that where I should have gotten my hair done, but I'm like, no, I'm going to push it closer to maternity leave. Sure. And then maternity leave happened six weeks early, and then I'm like, well, I have nobody to impress. Well, so. uh, the hair looks great. And we're Thank not you. Saying that because it, it's uh, National Compliment Day. Is it really? Uh, but, but it is, in fact, National Compliment Day. Oh. And I, I, I'm going to start uh, giving you a compliment. Okay. Okay. And you look, your hair looks spectacular. You look oh, gorgeous, you. and you remind me of your mom, who's, who's a gorgeous, beautiful, smart woman, and you are channeling her That's this morning. Sweet. That's my so mom sweet. has this pillow. It says "Mirror, mirror on the wall." I am my mother after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually do feel that sometimes when I look in the mirror. I see oh. my mom. So there you go. I National compliment. So I'll, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Mr. Rooker. I mean, this is just beautiful. <laughs> I mean, every day you take it up a notch, and, yes. and today you're just. But actually, I mean, it is very just, nice. Are you just you. saying that, or you really mean no. it? No, you know I don't say <laughs> things. Nice. I like well, but you compliment Roker every day on his clothes. No, not every day. But it's very nice. Yeah. The pocket square, the yeah. whole thing. Well, Those glasses and the glasses. Dress. There you That's go. Right. That's yes, right. we're kind of the my compliment to you is welcome back. Today, when you have little ones at home and you've been on maternity leave, your first day back at work is just a little weird. Weird. In some ways, you're happy because you. 
kind of get a break, quite frankly, because it can be a little stressful. You feel guilty about being but then happy. Then you feel guilty about mm -hmm. being yes. <laughs> um, but you are welcome. We are so happy to have you back. Oh, and wasn't you'll be the same. home in no time. It was Thank nice. you. And a compliment yeah. from Mr. Melvin, who is uh, again, uh, you showed watching a football game with your boy. Yeah. And that was You're such a good really dad. You are special. a good dad. Only so. a few weeks away from that Super Bowl yeah. on Epic. Uh, February 13th. Where's that football? NBC and oh, Peacock. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it still right. happens. Good stuff. All right, coming up next, beauty meets bots. This is the way of the future. Look at this. From motorized manicures, it's coming hmm. to lashes from a machine. We're going to show you how the industry is going high tech. And then later in Motivational Monday, a man whose path took him from the courtroom to the classroom, to the pulpit. How this pastor went from selling drugs to changing lives. The third hour of today, we'll be right back. Welcome home. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS. Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This morning in our Consumer Confidential, the beauty business going high tech. NBC News senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is here this morning. She has all of the ways that I guess robots are going to be the new hands I in know. some ways. It's so good to be back here, by the way. It's good to see it's you nice in person. It's to see you, too. Well, you're going to like this story. Okay, good morning. From life-saving surgeries to the simplest of tasks, robots now finding their way to the multi-billion dollar beauty business. And the pandemic only adds to the allure as customers look for options with reduced human contact. Get ready for beauty at the touch of a button. Beauty and the... Bots. A tale not as old as time, but one where the future becomes a present-day reality. Robots designed to help you look and feel your best, for some, in the blink of an eye. The actual feeling of it reminded me of when my kids were little and they give you butterfly kisses. Laura Pokup, one of the first customers to visit the Loom Lash Lab in Oakland, California, where robots apply lash extensions in 30 minutes or less. A quarter of the time it can take a mere mortal. While Pokup says the results of loom and human application look similar, she enjoys the efficiency of the machine. It's so precise and small, and so it made sense to me right away that a robot could be really good at it. 
Loom CEO Nathan Harding thought the same thing and set his sights on bringing automation to the nation's $2 billion lash industry. With its microcomputer vision, Loom uses one robot to locate an isolated lash and another to dip the extension in glue before placing it on the target. How does it work? They use these featherweight, ultra-delicate wands that are designed to break away if anything should happen. That's probably the biggest fear. Some robot is working around your eyes, but you're saying it's pretty foolproof. Yeah, it is. Harding expects Loom to hit certain retailers later this year with a full set of lashes to cost around $160 and $85 for refills. As for its impact on jobs, he says the robots don't eliminate the need for artists who will still help clients select their lashes and monitor the machine. We're giving lash artists a tool that they can use to increase their productivity threefold and make it a much faster, more glamorous experience for the client. Robots also tapping into the nail business. With advanced technology at your fingertips, the Clockwork Minicure uses 3D cameras to deliver a coat of fresh polish in about 10 minutes. Only 30 to 40 seconds for each nail. How does it compare to having a human do your manicure? The comparison I like to make is like a fast casual restaurant versus a sit down restaurant. A nail salon is more about the pampering and luxury and intricate nail art, whereas we want to be like quick in and out. Clockwork founder and CEO Renuka Opte says the service costs $8, 10 if you want a top coat. And for now, you can only find this Robo Manny in San Francisco and at 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. Hi. So I took a quick break from work to meet this cutting edge corporate amenity. Ready, let's get painting. I love talking to robots. It's tracing the outside of my nail. So it's not a brush. Whoa, robot nailed it. See how I did that? See how I did that? I didn't even plan it. That's just my brain, how it works. One nail down, nine more to go. All I need to do, stay still. Five fingers in, five fingers painted. There's a little bit of, you know, edge missing right there but nothing that would be noticeable. A first-hand experience with the future of beauty. And done by a robot, a first for me. And the technology doesn't stop there. Take a look at this. Engineers at Dyson watched hours of footage of real hairstylists. Then they programmed robots to copy their actions so they could test the company's hairstyling tools. What? The robots don't have faces, just hair. <laughs> We're going to be watching to see if this robot salon becomes a reality. But all of these innovations, they're so brand new. It's hard for analysts to say what kind of impact they'll have on jobs overall and what the safety record will look like long term. But the reactions from folks so far, I think this automated mm, robo beauty say. is here to stay. I think. Let's say you walk in to get a manicure, and as quite often a lot of you probably know, they're always busy. And they right. say, come back in 30 minutes or whatever. No, right. you just go right up to a machine. See, that's fine if it like lops off a finger by accident. That's one thing. But the eyelash sure, one, like I don't really want like a, a machine with your eyes. Suddenly that's your just Popeye. Seems, yeah, but you say it moves though. It does. Hey, 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 Olive, I want to get a robot. No, <laughs> no but if you blink, if you sneeze or you blink, the, it, it stops backs immediately. Away. Yeah. Until it doesn't. That's a talk. Until it doesn't. Really, Josh, make it. What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. Keep us posted, man. Will do. I'll try it out. Up next in motivational Monday a pastor with a really important story about redemption. And he's not just telling it, 
he lived it. The decision that changed his life and how he's making the most of his second chance. Hmm. And then a little bit later, co-star Cynthia Nixon and Christine Baranski live to share their new drama. That's a trip back in time. The third hour of today, right back. Oh, there they are. Ladies, Hi. we'll be right back. Now this morning's Motivational Monday is all about second chances and what we do with those chances. I recently talked to a guy who would be in a very different place if not for one life-altering decision. When you don't see what you can become, when you don't see success in your color often, it's very easy to become what you always see. And what I always saw were men that looked like me who had to do nefarious things to make it. Looking back on his childhood in Baltimore, Pastor Michael Phillips vividly recalls two defining memories. Six years old, and you tell your teacher you want to be a lawyer. What was the teacher's response? Uh, this is a person I'll never forget. She told me that would never happen for a person like me. Thurgood Marshall was my grandmother's hero. I said I wanted to be like him. And for my teacher to tell me that that wasn't possible began a cycle that constantly told me what I could not become. The other memory is when his father, also a preacher, suddenly died of a stroke. Michael was just 12. I was already on the fringe of having to navigate uh, some of the criminal elements in my community. But when my father died, it pushed me further away from the church. And so the guys on the corner became my pastors. Eventually, he started selling drugs, but at the age of 18, the law caught up with him. Michael was facing 30 years until the judge gave him a choice, prison or a special program that would send him to college instead. So imagine me in that chair going, nah, let's see, which, which one do I want to take? <laughs> I said, I would love to go to school. And it changed my life forever, forever. Not only did Michael find what a proper education could do for him, he also reconnected with his faith. It's amazing, regardless of what posture you find yourself in, how God's love can find you. From there, Michael became a pastor, giving back to his community, even serving on the Maryland State School Board, dedicating himself to fixing what's widely dubbed the school-to-prison pipeline, which he writes about in his new book, Wrong Lanes Have Right Turns. How would you describe the school to prison pipeline? We have zero tolerance policies that exclude children from learning time. And then they're oftentimes placed right in front of the criminal justice system at an early age. And if we're really gonna have equality, equity, then we should have restorative practices to make sure we're restoring that child back to community rather than penalizing them for something that they did, because what they did is not who they are. As for Michael, that second chance allowed him to discover who he truly was. Most importantly, a dad to Michael Jr., who also happens to be a 2020 Harvard grad. What's the biggest takeaway for you, Michael Jr., uh, from your dad's story? What's the biggest takeaway? I grew up listening to those stories. Um, and I think the most profound thing that I take away from them is that I can't relate to them. I can never understand what it meant to be in the wrong lane because he made sure and my mom made sure and my community made sure that I was always in the proper environments where whatever lane I wanted to be in, I could pursue. 
What are you going to do with your life, Junior? When it's all said and done, I want to be an agent of transformation in individuals' lives. Lending a helping ear to a kid that maybe isn't able to dream as high as I was able to dream and kind of giving that grace that was given to me. I want to follow in my father's footsteps. Michael Phillips Sr., how uh, how proud does that make you to hear yourself? Listen, I want to listen. grow up like that. <laughs> I'm trying not to cry right now, Greg. Because <laughs> he just brought the heat and I'm trying. <laughs> He's about to mess me up, but I couldn't be more proud. He's just an amazing human being, and I'm really proud of that. Oh, man, those two. Uh, God's love will find wow. you. Uh, by the way, for more of his story, head to today.com. And the book, Wrong Lanes Have Right Turns, that book is out tomorrow. I like oh, that. Wrong Lanes Have Right, right Turns. turns. That's, That's such a great title. That's good. All right, coming up next, co-stars Cynthia Nixon and Christine Baranski. They are live. There they are right Hi. now. They're going to tell us how it feels to step back into the 1800s in their mm -hmm. brand new series. We'll be right back. Look good. This morning, we are joined by two incredible actors who are teaming up in a new series. Of course, we all know Cynthia Nixon from her Emmy-winning role as Miranda on the hit show Sex and the City. And Christine Baranski has an Emmy of her own as her role as Marianne Thorpe in Sybil. Now, Cynthia and Christine are taking us back to the 1800s in the new HBO show, The Gilded Age. They play sisters who take in their niece after her dad passes away. And, and let's just say, no matter the century, sisters will always be sisters. <laughs> At least there's a railway station in Doylestown now, unlike in our day. But she'll need to get up early to catch the first train to Lansdale, and then she'll have to change at Bethlehem and take the Lehigh Valley Railroad to Exchange Place in Jersey City, and then catch the ferry across the Hudson to DeBrosa Street. From there, she could take an elevated train. Are you planning to open a travel business? No. Then what on earth makes you think I would be interested? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cynthia, Christine, good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. So, good morning. So this, 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 this series takes us back to the Gilded Age, the 1800s. Uh, when you got this script and you started reading, did you notice that there were still similarities between then and now? Hmm. Yes, there were uh, rich people then, and there are very rich people now. <laughs> there are more money now, and a lot of people who have tons of money, and uh, there's there's a lot of similarities. Yes, particularly the, the Industrial Revolution and the railroads and stuff created this this class of super rich millionaires the way we have the tech boom has created the billionaires of today. So there are a lot of parallels. And I, I always love looking at the wardrobe from anything from a different mm -hmm. time. But I, I always want to know, as actors, are you putting on the wardrobe as if it were in the 1800s? Like, are there all the layers underneath? Are there the girdles? Is it as uncomfortable as everybody claims it was back then? In a word, yes. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. But I think it really helps you, you know, feel like the character. I mean, we have such amazing costumes and such amazing sets. And you know, just walking in wearing what we're wearing just right. does have to work for you. Yeah, and you can't slouch. You know, women were literally constricted in those <laughs> courses, and they were constricted by their way of life and their mm -hmm. manners. So you 
Yeah, the, the clothing definitely helps you find the character. I have to tell you, as a viewer, it is glorious to watch. I mean, every shot is just so beautiful with the costumes. I'm with Dylan. Like, we just love to watch it and mm -hmm. just kind of escape, if you will. Uh, can you talk about this, Christine? What was it like playing sisters uh, with Cynthia? I hear this isn't the first time you two have played family members. <laughs> Indeed, in 1984, I was playing Cynthia's mother in a Broadway <laughs> show called The Real Thing. Oh, look at that. And she for, was a young... For a Tony Award, I think that we had. Yes. That's the young Cynthia. She was still going to Barnard College, so, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, way so, back. <laughs> Cynthia, you know, uh, you, you, you guys have the, the latest chapter of uh, Sex in the City and Just Like That. Uh, as, as you move forward, uh, you know, there was, there's a lot of talk about how you've advanced this series. Uh, are you pleased with the way everything turned out? I, I have to say, I'm, I'm really thrilled with it. That, um, you know, when we had all these conversations and we were deciding whether to go back or not, I said, you know, want to have some of these original characters and all these new characters and we really need a new house for them. And I'm worried of, that we're talking not on the same page and then I'm gonna show up and it's gonna be the same house with different wallpaper. But I think we really built um, a whole new house that um, you know reflects kind of more where our world is and certainly reflects you know where we are in our lives. You know, we started doing the show, we were we were barely 30 and now we're we're 55. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm very proud of, of how old the show is and how people have received it. Mm -hmm. and, and speaking of, of age, you know, the, the Today Show, we just celebrated 70 years. Mm -hmm. uh, Christine, I know you might be celebrating a similar birthday this year. Where, where are you at in your life? How, how do you feel? Option. <laughs> I, I don't think it's, I think it's going to happen. And I can only tell you I'm busier than ever and happier than ever. So I'm very grateful, uh, especially to be in two marvelous shows. That's wonderful. You all look amazing. Yeah. Well, Cynthia, Christine, thank you so very much. The, the Gilded Age, a sumptuous character study Ooh. with a lot going on. Mm -hmm. It premieres today on HBO and HBO Max. I can't Thanks wait. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, guys. Me. Sumptuous. What a, what a good description. That is good. I like that. Thank mm -hmm. you, guys. Uh, just ahead, we are taking your questions in our very first Q&A today, including some behind-the-scenes scoop on our fashion choices. But first, I'm cooking with Cal making a it's meaty back. family favorite that is fun to cook and even more fun to say. We'll be right back. If Dylan is back, then that means it is also the return of <laughs> Everybody asked if Cooking with Cal was going to be back. Yes, yeah, we are back. still cooking up the, in the kitchen, and this time we are whipping up a Sicilian staple that will feed the whole family twice. It's another edition of Cooking with Cal. What are we making today? Pizza. No, <laughs> it's called scacciata. Scacciata. It's kind of like a meat pie. Normally, it's the perfect thing to have on football Sunday, and I don't add all these vegetables, but since we're gonna eat this for dinner, we're making a little bit healthier. Just a little bit, okay? Just like one bit. Your favorite. No, remember we have a trick. Look, we're gonna put a wet paper towel. <laughs> Done. I'm ready to peel the carrots. Good job. Okay. 
Zucchini time, zucchini time. Oh, that was easy. Cool. Nice. Cut as close to the edge as you can. Alright, now let's do the garlic. Ooh. So we're gonna cook this cow in a nice low heat because we don't want it to get crispy. We want it to get nice and soft. So we're going to use two types of cheeses. We've got Pecorino Romano and we've got provolone. So instead of grating this, yes. we're going to cut it super small and then it's all going to melt nice in the oven. All right now, since the veggies are nice and soft, we're going to add the pork. We're adding three pounds of pork. It sounds like a lot, but this is actually one of those recipes that if you just make all of this, you can freeze half of it. So the next time you make it, you just have to buy the pizza dough and the filling's already made. Are we like making real pizza? Well, we're making scacciata. Scacciata. Say it like real Italian, like scacciata. 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 <laughs> Rub all that oil in. With what? With your hands. Is this how you really do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I taste it? It's olive oil. Knock, knock. Who's there? I'm Jurassic Cow. No! <laughs> okay, now I'm just going to drain some of this liquid and add the rest of the ingredients. I'm not doing anything else. Oh, all of it? Like all it's all to the top. Alright, can you dump that cheese in here? Perfect. Just half it. Alright, so I'm gonna spread this all over. Not all the way to the edge, because we're gonna roll up the edge, okay? I'm gonna take the top dough. That's mine. up. I love it. For these recipes and more, head to today.com slash Yay, remembered. He's getting ready. He's been expressing interest in uh -huh. you know, cooking more. You know, I made brownies the other day. He wanted to stir it. And, uh -oh. You know, co-stars. I wow. know. Yeah. First of all, the recipe looks yummy, and there are a lot of people like me who are like, "Cow's getting so big." Like his I conversation. Know. You haven't seen him in a few months, and wow. he's like, he's legit now. But this is like one of those recipes where you, you can hide the vegetables for the kids, and it's That's like it. pizza, but you don't feel so you feel bad good about yum. it. So, there you yeah. go. Well, coming up next, if you've got questions, we've got answers. It's our very first Q and A today. We're going to kick it off with a little surprise. Ooh. Third hour today, I'll be right back. Yeah, that was
At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. This morning, we're launching a new segment. It's called Q&A Today. And I have to say, you guys sent in some great questions. So now we're going to start answering them on the air. So uh -huh. shall we get started? Sure, let's go. Okay, okay, so the first question is a video. Let's take a look, shall we? Mommy, we wonder how your first day back is going. Oh, baby burrito. <laughs> um, I'd say so far so good. Oh, my goodness. They're so, that's what Brian was doing in the room the other day. Like, <laughs> when the door is shut and it's really kind of quiet, uh, and it's like you never know what's going to happen. Oh, but, that's cute. That's oh, cute. I do miss them, but, I mean, the show's almost over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Soon enough. Yeah. All right, next question we have is from Twitter user at McKnightParty2. Uh, she asks, who chooses your daily wardrobe? Are you shopping for yourselves? You have extra outfits in case something happens uh, that stay at the studio. So, um, go, you want to go first? Well, my mother-in-law bought me this. Yeah, for Christmas. Oh, so gosh. this, she always just buys clothes. Dylan's mother-in-law well buys the best dresses for television. <laughs> like I'll be like, "Ooh, Dylan, where'd you get that?" She's like, "My mother-in-law." Now, do you yeah. come dressed? You guys don't come dressed. Oh no, no. I come very un, hot, not mess. undressed, but yeah, very, not naked. Very, very. She comes um, into work casual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I, on the other, I lay everything out the night before. I hang everything up. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I come dressed at, like this. And you know, do you leave I mean, anything here at work? She asked I've that. got I've got one suit uh, inside. But what happens yeah. when you ride your bike here? I wear this. But yeah, oh, if yeah. you get funky. Well, uh, you know, first of all, I, I, I'm not doing the Tour de France. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's still like you're, riding <laughs> still on your bike. I'm riding, I mean, I'm riding at a leisurely place. <laughs> okay. Well, we hope we answered that yeah. question. All right. Um, we also have Instagram user Diane Wiederman uh, who wants to know what a typical day looks like for us. Like, getting up early, what time do we go to bed. Um, Al, I feel like you have the most structured routine. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because I don't have young kids anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> so I get up, uh, I, I try to do a Peloton. Like this morning, I did a Peloton. I worked out with my You've trainer. you really good with uh, Peloton. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, I, sometimes I'll make breakfast for Nick. Uh, you know, get get that done. Although he's making his own breakfast now, so that's oh, that's, that's, nice. that's, that's, that's amazing. Something off the plate. What time do you get up to get all that done? Uh, I started about three forty-five. I get wow. And then uh, last night, now this is interesting. I posted. I made. I made beef liver uh, two nights ago, and and it was it was perhaps the most uh, polarizing, polarizing uh, <laughs> post I've ever had. That I looks mean, like a were, like, cow's really, liver right there really on that crazy. plate. Crazy. I mean, a sweet potato, some zucchini. Exactly. It, it looks, looks like. Oh, it looks. Uh, liver and onions. What, what made have? you do that? Because you know, my mom used to make it all the time, and it was uh, kind of a comfort food. It was a cold hmm. night, and I thought, how do you cook it? You just you, you dredge it in a little uh, 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 egg and cornstarch, hmm. and then you fry it. Well, that helps. You just fry it. A couple yeah, of sides. Anything you know, fried. Sautéed onions and. 
Mm. All right. Okay, so here's another. No, you don't. Yeah. The answer's no. Yeah. It's good. Um, it's good. Another I'm Instagram. <laughs> Dylan's being nice. I don't know. Uh, another Instagram user, DTDIFF, uh, says, You all seem to genuinely like each other and get along, but I wonder if you spend quality time together off the air. Do, you know, do your families know each other's families? Yeah, yeah to the, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, look, my kids are older, but right. your, your guys are a little closer. But when we saw everybody at your daughter's wedding, right? it's, like, Absolutely. it's like, oh, it's so nice to yeah. see you. We yeah. haven't seen them in you so know, long. I remember and... babysitting your kids. Yeah. That's right. a trip we took. And, Absolutely. And, yeah, You're so. usually the first people over to when I have a new baby. I know. I mean, with COVID and everything, everybody kind of held we back. We were all afraid. Third, I was just saying that. It's, oh, there you go. Oh, look see? Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh, um, so little. The kids are just growing. I have friend guilt because I haven't been over there. Normally, when Dylan's a maternity, Leave. I'm right. like, can I hold babies? But this year we were all yeah, like we nervous. Want to be careful. Yeah. So can I come now since we're in the you same can. orbit? I mean, our, it went through our whole house all right. the okay, second great. time. So there you go. <laughs> Keep your questions going. Q and A today. I love that we like rhyme with it. Um, you can just go to at today's show. I'm going to continue to answer oh, questions yes. <laughs> um, on Twitter Space. It's like a, she's it's the one a that's been thing. gone. Wait, You're what? the one that's been here. No, you I've should be able heard. to read this. What do you mean Twitter Space? Twitter Space. It's like an audio tweet Q &A. with the hashtag so. Q and A today, and we'll try to answer them <laughs> on the air. Third hour of today. I'll be right back. <laughs> I didn't know that. Go to Twitter and look. I don't know how to find it, but it's somewhere on Twitter. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, how a group of moms are supporting each other through surfing. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Golden Globe winning actress Kate Hudson stops by to play Sipper Spill. And don't forget, download the Today podcast and listen to all four hours of our show. How'd it feel? I love it. I'm happy to be back. That's awesome. Right. Now you can go back home to your you kids. You come back tomorrow. All right. yeah. Oh, it's just not a one-day thing? <laughs> and we hope to see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do we still run? Oh, we're going for <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.